Sunday school. We are so happy for you. And it's 2022. I had a pee and I had a poo. Remember I forgot that there's a lag. I was like, why can't we get this timing right? I know. I was like, this is so unlike us. <laughs> Remember when you asked, which person pooped the most when oh, yeah. asking a college right. friend, which one of our boyfriends pooped the most in college? <laughs> I thought that was a really good question. Only second to your great question, which was who had sex with the worst person. Okay. And I meant that like personality wise, by the way, <laughs> like I want to clarify. Yeah. I know that you meant that. Thank you. And welcome to Sunday school. Classes in session. Ring. We're thrilled Clarify. to have you here. We're, we're so thrilled. And it's just us today ringing in this 2022 on the anniversary of our dear insurrection. Oh, God. Um, and may I ask you, oh, by the way, this is Cecily Bro, and that is Lucy Blehar. Lucy Blehar. Let's just take a quick moment to talk about, all right, Max, we, Max, our producer is saying it's also my half B-day today. No one cares. It's not Max. because your birth, your birthday is July 6th. Your half birthday would be June 6th if it, if today. So February 6th is your half birthday. You're a liar. Liar, liar. <laughs> pants. Plants for hire. Plants for um, hire. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just jumping in really quickly. <laughs> Please. July is six months after January. <laughs> July, June is six months after January. June is the sixth month. Yeah, it's literally zero six. But okay, so wait, February, March. Oh my God. April, April May, May, June, June July. Okay. I literally held these up and I was like, yeah, that's seven. <laughs> <laughs> my dyslexia knows no bounds. Also, to be holding up the one thumb on my left hand <laughs> is not something I have ever done. This feels kind of derogatory. Yeah, I don't like it. Max, okay, I'm look- really sorry. I was just such a raging bitch to you. No, you were stepping into your Scorpio rising, which honestly, Lucy, I love to see more of. It, and you've Thanks. been doing it. And I have to say, I see it and say, thank you. And thank you for seeing me. And I still do feel bad, Max. I And I thought that I was doing right by you because I remembered your birthday, but it turns out that I could have, I can remember your birthday and still be mean. Hey, hey, I don't think that was mean at all. And I just it really, all I was looking for was a happy half birthday, Max. And Max, what I'm looking happy for birthday. is to only be mean to men in 2022. Okay, moving on. Um, be <laughs> right. more mean to men. Be more mean to men. Okay. Jumping ones. right in. <laughs> Jumping right in. Real quick, real recap. Where was everybody when the insurrection happened? Lucy? Lol, that we're still calling it the insurrection and not just like a bunch of fucking losers. I honestly don't remember, but I think I that I I think I was really busy that day because I wasn't really following it. Like I I don't have a TV, so I wasn't watching it. I don't really like read the news. I just remember people being like everyone I ran into would, would, would be like, can you believe this? And I'd be like, what? <laughs> you know oh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, similarly, I had gone to Joshua tree to do mushrooms and absolutely like cry my heart out. And upon returning day of today, a year from today, I didn't have my phone on for the entire day. T- I was like Good. for two days, I was like no phone, turning it off, not looking at any messages. And then we drove from Joshua tree tr- straight to the wine shop to work. 
And my friend Heather, who was working with me was like, you know what? Maybe don't turn on your phone right now. And I was like, what do you mean? Thought she's joking. No. Insurrection. Oh my God. Unfucking believable. Fuck those people. Fuck the you idiots. You idiots. Sorry. But also like good for you guys for showing your asses because like, you know, they yeah. outed themselves. Good for you guys for being so fucking stupid. I love that you showed all of your idiot faces on camera. Okay. Sorry. My sister was telling me that there was there were girls in DC who were putting like right wing and conservative on their bumbles in order oh. to match with the guys who were at the insurrection and then report them to the FBI. Fucking Those are the that. real American heroes. Those are the real American heroes. I cannot wait for a movie to be made about those women. Thank you. Oh yeah. And we'll make it. And we'll make it. That's big, like K-pop energy, K-pop stan energy during when they bought all the tickets to the Trump rally and then no one showed up to the Trump I rally. I love that. I fucking love that. Well, Max, you like knew people in DC. Like people were, I can't imagine living in DC and then having to deal with that bullshit. Like I'm, I'm so sorry to everyone in DC. The people. Oh, yeah. Like, Max, were you, oh no, you weren't there. You had just moved here, right? <gasps> I'm, glad, I'm so glad Jules and everyone could just be out of that. You didn't have to deal with the insurrection stuff. Good for you. Yeah. Now moving along from the insurrection, we're in a new year. We're in 2022, January 6th, looking a lot different than the January of last year. How are you feeling, Lucy? My titties feel great. Ah, I'm so glad to hear that. I like that you just answered so confidently. That makes me feel good as well. They feel great. How do yours feel? Mine felt anger before, a Mm. a heavy anger, but now the anger has released. Anger earlier today? Anger for the whole day, basically. May but, I ask what it was about? Sure. Um, <laughs> it might have had to do with plans not being communicated last night and me being like, I will wait for no one. Like, don't leave me waiting. Um, Interesting which is- that you went through that last night. <laughs> and no one else. <laughs> I, I know someone else who went through that exact same thing last <laughs> night. It was me. It was you. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> But I was feeling angry and also it's the first day of my period and I am so Congrats. thankful for her to come in because right. she is bravely two and a half weeks late. Well, that's about enough time for a baby to grow. Well, that's about time and you better believe. Oh my God. Don't you know me? <laughs> Snap <laughs> snaps to the period. Your baby uh, has fingernails. Let's not forget that weird moment in Juno where they were like, yeah, abortions are scary, girl. Little babies grow fingernails. And I was like, I just really believe still to this day, Juno would have gotten an abortion. And like, obviously we wouldn't have had Juno if she hadn't had the baby and adoption is a very noble choice, but also so is abortion. Okay. And Jason Bateman cheated on Jennifer Garner. You think so? In that movie? He didn't cheat. He just slow danced with an underage woman who was fully pregnant right, with his right. future child that he was going to adopt. Yeah, what That's was that not about? cheating. It's something more sinister. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just intimacy. It's just intimacy. I remember being like, this is... I. First time I saw Juno, seventh grade, I was like, I hate this movie. Second time I watched it, eighth grade, loved it. You just grow over a year, you know? You do. And also I I feel like we didn't know, I didn't have the the formed brain and emotions that I now have as a woman. <gasps> and um, even still, I make horrible mistakes in judgment. So I'm like, oh. maybe I maybe I'll watch Juno again in 10 more years and I'll be like this movie is a hate crime this movie is a hate (laughs) crime there were just a lot of movies during that time where they were like the woman has to have the baby and I'm like yeah "Hmm." (laughs) 
Why is it that Obvious Child was the only pro-abortion movie maybe even still? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'd love to see some pro-abortion movies. There's, um, well, it's not a movie, but it, sh- it essentially is the episode of Scandal when Carrie oh. Washington has the abortion. That's true. Shout out TV, once again, being the best uh, platform there is. Um, Thank you, TV. Because that also happened in Sex Education, too. I was just thinking of movies, but there's a lot of TV shows where there's positive representation of abortion. And I have to say, thank you, TV. Thank you, TV. And thank you to, that's making me think of the um, store that you went to in New Orleans that had Plan B pills, abortion pills, uh, right, for sale, like a stick of gum. It was incredible. And it's where I got my hanging titty. uh, I don't, I forget what it's called, but the, the woven thing, but, and also all the proceeds went to a woman's shelter in new Orleans. It's called like, it's called glitter things, but it was the best store I've ever been to. And a store that I will be frequenting and buying more gifts from, because I also got some earrings from there. Those earrings are cool. Oh, a macrame. Macrame. Thank you. Macrame. Macrame. Macadamia nuts. Macrame. Macadamia nuts. Mm, What do we think about them? Mm, like them better covered in chocolate. <laughs> Me too. And I think macadamia nuts are good if you have like three or four, but like you can't eat more because then it's like, feels like you ate a candle. It, <laughs> they are <laughs> waxy. And may I say, Sick. there were some, what are those fancy almonds called? The Macona. Like, Macona. Well, they used <laughs> to sell them at the wine shop that I was working at during the pandemic. Um, pandemic is still ongoing, but during the time before vaccines. And I have to tell you, I can't tell you how many times I would just be like, well, that's dinner and just would take it Mm. and eat it and watch um, Real Housewives with my dear friend, Heather, who's also working there while we worked through a window, like the bubonic plague. I loved the wine window. I would take a little jaunt down to the wine window and you would give me a secret glass of wine on the street. And we would say, this is us hanging out. (laughs) We made out at the wine window. Max, it's not always about you, you know? Did Max, were- did you put your head through the wine window or did Cecily stick her head out of the wine window to kiss? She stuck her head out of the wine window to kiss. And how long was the makeup? It was a, like a two second, but then she came out. She walked, physically walked outside of the wine window and we we rounded the corner. And then it was like, you know, a solid 15 seconds. Did you grab her ass? Sorry. Oh my God, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Jason Bateman now, you know? <laughs> I feel very lucky that <laughs> I <laughs> never mind. Let's move on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd like you to commit that sentence. Okay. All right. And I can't wait to talk to you about I this. I just feel there. lucky. Yeah. I feel so lucky. She's a star, but she cried, cried, cries in her lonely heart, thinking if my boyfriend communicated the plans with me last night, I wouldn't have gotten so upset. <laughs> That age old classic song. <laughs> Sometimes Eli will just text me a picture, an emoji of a dog and an emoji of a house. <laughs> and I'm like, you think yes. that's cute? Yes. Have fun in there. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> woof, woof. Woof, woof. I'm a dog. <laughs> what that is like? that from? It's from, uh, oh, is it from Came Through Drippin'? Drip, drip. Ah, I can't remember, but it's it's a line from one of my favorite songs I listen to all the time. Okay, that brings us to make out with me. Fine, make out with if we me. We have to. I guess. What's your make out with me today, Lucy Teen? My make out with me's are. <laughs> oh, the book Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. <gasps> oh my God. Have you Cecily? Listened? 
I've, I've started it. I can't get enough of it. I kind of want to hold it up, but I can't get out of this chair. Um, (laughs) Cecily recommended this book to me. It's called signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. And it really has reconnected me to like the spiritual and magical side of my existence that I've been really missing. And it just like is a positive way to start and end the day. And it's a beautiful looking book. Yes. And it's just like bringing me happiness. And it made me feel very grateful to you because I wouldn't have even read that book if you hadn't suggested it to me. And then on an even more macro scale, I was like, wow, I have a crush on the entire like way that things have unfolded. It's been messy and crazy, but it's also like how magical that like, I know that you're in my life for a purpose because like that book was a nice reminder and I get reminders all the time, but I was like, wow, I wouldn't be experiencing this joy if it weren't for Cecily who recommended this book to me. Lucy. So I guess my makeout with me is you. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I, All I want for Christmas. I was just about to say the love actually line. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I can, t- I can see. I can, we are. No. Yeah. <laughs> I guess all I want for Christmas is you. Is you. <laughs> and then my second makeout with me is um, my boyfriend's mom because oh, yes. she got me this book. The Crossroads Cookbook. Oh my! As a Christmas God. gift, and I almost cried because, like, that bitch is thoughtful. That is that was really so thoughtful. Thoughtful. That is like, and Crossroads is like one of your favorite restaurants you talk about all the time. It's Best one of my favorite in LA. She, I, I think, like from the second Eli told his mom, Eli's my boyfriend. For those of yeah, for new subscribers, um, <laughs> his mom has never once forgotten that I'm vegan, and every time, and she's always like make sure you tell Lucy that I'll have the fridge stock with vegan food when she comes over and she like talks about it with me. And then she texted him this restaurant and was like, take her to this restaurant. And then she got me this for Christmas and I just, um, I'll make out with her. You let's make out with our boyfriend's moms. That is, I would make out with Max's mom too. I'm and I'll make out with Eli's mom. No, no bars done. Great. She's so beautiful. She's really, I mean, it was a beautiful woman. They, they're and both I, pretty radiant. And women. so is Sally. Sorry. And I say the first time that I met Eli's mom, I told her that I'm talking a lot this podcast. You're not afraid <laughs> to get in. Come on in. I told her that I, I told her about my dad and how he immigrated from the former Soviet Union in 79. And she was like, well, I have to tell you, I was marching in the streets in Washington, D.C., telling the, the Carter administration to let the Soviet Jews into the U.S. So in some way, you're here because of me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. We got to know her rising in her moon because she's big we, Libra energy, but she I, must have something else. She's got something else. I love that. Might be a Leo, maybe. I'm getting big Leo yeah. vibes. You know? Yeah. That is so, I, God bless her. That's so good. Those are... I'm so honored to be in your makeout with me. Thank you so much. And Thank I'm so you. glad the book is, it really has changed my life as well. And it makes life more magical. And you know what? That I think that's why we all like Harry Potter is because what is the point of life if there isn't some fucking magic involved? I did just get full body chills when you said that. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I just think like, what, what are we doing? And also I think the truth of the truth is life is magical. And everyone else who's like, we just die is a fucking loser <laughs> and fuck you. I think like, they're afraid. They're afraid because what if we could get signs? What if we could be still connected through the power of love? Love is the scariest thing of all, I think. 
and everyone's afraid to let it in. So let us let it in and let the signs be bountiful. I agree. Here, here. And what about make out with me's? My make out with me was my therapy session I had today. God bless. All of our therapists were on holiday break and I understand and I I understand the demands of that job must be taxing, but I must also say it is a hate crime that none of them were available during the holidays. I'm like, don't you understand? That's when we need you the most. I have to admit every single day I had like a 10 minute episode where I was like, if only I could talk to my therapist. If only I could talk to them. I want my Jamie Lee Curtis therapist from Freaky Friday, who's just like super available all the time and doesn't talk to their kids. You know, I'm like, I get it. And for everyone else, I'm like, take time for you, like carve out that time. But for my therapist, I'm like, you absolutely must be available. Oh my God. It's been three weeks since my last therapy session. And I was like, I just didn't understand how much healthier it makes me. Like, I was like, oh, I feel so much better. Like I just told her we got to get the junk out. And I think I gave her a monologue that was like maybe seven minutes long where I just was like unfiltered, unstop. Here's everything. And she was just so kind. And she also asked if I could send my short film to her and she watched it. And she was like, I just listen, I usually don't do this, but can we leave like an extra five minutes we'll go past our normal time. Is that okay? And I was like, sure. She's like, I want to talk about your film. And I was like, is this everyone's dream coming true? What (laughs) did she have to say about your film? She said it was, what did she say? Well, I didn't bring my journal that I write down all my things. She was like, it could have been better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She was like, she so many times was like, are you sure it's okay that I tell you that at a a certain point I almost said no. Cause I was like, if there's criticism, I cannot hear it from you. (laughs) Like I actually must not hear it from you, but she was super kind. And she says the film itself is very, um, therapeutic, which I was like, that's exactly it. Art therapy is how I describe it. And also she was like, and you, you, it showed the thing that we talk about in therapy so much about the two worlds you hold. And I was like, yeah, like it was, you know, hot tip. If you're an artist creating things, share with your therapist. Cause they'll be like, wait, these are all the things you've talked about and they're showing up in your art. And I'm like, that's beautiful. I don't know. Whatever. That's, I think that's also a therapist's dream is to be like, wow, my student is like applying all of the lessons. Yeah. She was, she's, she's big on me, like drawing how I feel and then drawing what I want to feel. And I was like, girl, I could show you these shitty ass drawings. All the drawings look exactly the same. I used to draw like when I was in fourth grade, but uh, let me show you real art therapy. Like here it comes, you know? Oh, I bet she loved it. She was great. And um, I also had a couple other make out with me's because I saw this woman today sitting in the park, just like by herself in this gorgeous coat, which by the way, <sighs> love a gorgeous, it's not, mm. what do you call them? It's not a trench. It's not like a, it's not like a bulky pea coat, but it's like, just like a fitted longer sleeved object, which I guess is a coat, but she was not a bomber jacket max um okay you guys (laughs) it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay they're fighting we're not fighting (laughs) we talked about it and he made it better and he showed up with flowers because anyway um so she was beautiful a long beautiful coat she's in a beautiful coat just sitting against a tree like a barber type situation. No, Max, stop, stop it. Um, she's sitting there and just like taking beautiful notes and like looking up to the sky. And I just love seeing a woman in her element. Me you know? too. I alone. Love, 
alone taking her time, I think yeah. is really wonderful. And I love that too. I just, it was just really lovely. And then I also saw an older man just having a laugh with his dog. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, That's beautiful. Like he just was like, ha, 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 like watching his pit bull jump up and like do a spin. And I was like, I've never just seen a man go to a park and just be like, well, this is what I'm up to tonight. You know, like it was beautiful and joyful. And I loved witnessing both at the same time. I think that's beautiful. And we can take a lesson from all of your make out with me is that we need to just take more time to just be in the present, be in the present. And science is also very good at that too. It makes you more present because you're on the, you see different things that make you feel more. You're just like, Oh, I would have never had my eye out for that. Had I not known to look for the science, you know? Right. And I will say, Ooh, I just, Ew. there's a hair. No, I'm just going to swallow it. Oh, it's going to show up later. And you know that in my shit. (laughs) Wait, can I tell you a story? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This little boy that I babysit is from another planet. First Mm -hmm. of all, he's the most beautiful, striking little boy I've ever met. Joseph, J-O-Z-E-F, which is cool because his, his dad is British and his mom is Australian. So it's not like an annoying LA Joseph. It's like, they're allowed to name him Joseph. Yeah. That's how they say their S's. Joseph. <laughs> and he has everything to say. Here are three things that he said in the past few days I was babysitting him. I had this Trader Joe's water bottle that was like the pH balanced one. And it has like those blue swirls on it. Mm-hmm. I walked in and he was like, Lucy, your water bottle is quite amazing. And I was like, thank you. Oh my God. (laughs) Then the next day we were having lunch out on the porch and he was just kind of like staring out at the trees, like getting no food in his mouth and like looking out at the trees. And he was like, I was like, what are you thinking about? And he was like, I'm thinking about the trees and nature and how amazing it is that God created it all. And I was like, I was like, oh, do you believe in God? And he was like, no. <laughs> this kid is my fucking hero. And then after lunch, he he, got, he was like, I have to go potty. And so like I got up and was like following him. And then he stopped and turned around and was like, isn't it quite amazing that you can eat food and then your body turns it into poop? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. Bro, you are, you could lead a fucking meditation yoga (laughs) retreat. Like I've signed up. (laughs) He is always, and one time a while ago, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tell you all these stories about him. I'm here for it. But he'll just like out of nowhere in a silence, we're in our shared silence. He'll just like look to me. And one time he was like, I love your skin. And I was like, thanks. And he was like, and I love your skeleton. (laughs) And I was like, thank you. And I love you. And your skeleton. I don't think we're talking about bones enough. I don't think we're talking about our skeleton. Do you ever sometimes think about how your skeleton moves around in the world? I do, especially when I touch like the hip bones. Yes. Yeah, it's like your cradle. Because they'll like, you know how they're like, (laughs) because you know how they'll like show you how people walk and then sometimes they'll show you like, this is how, or do you ever think about how they're like, we knew it was a woman because of her pelvic bowl or whatever. Right. Like yes. Like given, it had opened. It yeah. Open. I was like, 
Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, is this going to happen to me? I want my pelvic bone to open. <laughs> you know when you get pregnant, like towards the end of your pregnancy, your your bones split apart to make way for Prince Ali. Ali I actually can't fathom. You know what? Today, the child I nanny was like, do you want to have a baby in your tummy? She's like, can you imagine having a baby in your tummy? And I was like, girl, I looked at her and I said, I'm not doing that for a very, very long time. If I have one. (laughs) What did she say? She was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, see ya. Did you have to wipe her butt? Oh, no, no, no. I told her. Oh yeah, you trained her. You're a big girl do it yourself. You know what? At a certain time, you just have to be like, I'm not your parent, but I'll, I'm going to step in right now and say, no, no, no more. No, no, no more. I'm not risking pinworm. It's done. Yeah. It's It's done. Which I I guess brings us over to ignorant question. (laughs) Right. Ignorant question. Here we go. Let's you kick us off. Okay. My question is when do you decide what your anniversary is as uh, a couple? Because like, yes. here we go. Is it the first time you kiss? Is it the first time you fuck? Is it the first time you ask, like, can we be official? Like, or is it your first date? What are people going off of? Because I'm out of practice. I've been oscillating between it's either your first date or when you say we are a couple now. Okay. And I, and my partner and I have decided <laughs> that it's when we said, well, we said, I love you and, and became a couple on the same day, but it was, it's the day that we decided to be boyfriend girlfriend. girlfriend. But I asked my mom and she was like, your first, it's your first date. And my mom has a way of convincing me that everything she She's, says is right. Beth, Beth is said, and I also believe everything Beth says. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, you should, she's always done. right. May I tell you one time, my mom got these flowers for my dad sometime in October. And I was like, mom, why you got flowers? And I was like, and every October she would get a gorgeous full bouquet of flowers. Oh my God. And their anniversary is. is June 19th, Juneteenth. Little did they know. I don't oh. think they knew. They must know. <laughs> they, they have to know. <laughs> I don't think that they knew back then. No, or maybe not. Anyway, um, unfortunate. They, so every October she would get this giant bouquet and finally in college I was like dad why does mom get this like giant bouquet every October he's like oh it's the first time your mother and I had sex and I was like okay (laughs) when they were butt teens you know what good for you they've been together for 30 plus years (laughs) I'm I'm sorry I asked. And also I'm, I'm like, that's beautiful. Good. You know, I'm so glad that you asked. Yeah, And that's a beautiful thing. Every year they don't miss a beat. Don't miss a beat. He always gets her a bouquet of flowers. And I'm like, is it a metaphor? Maybe. Oh no. Lucy, now I feel sick. (laughs) Imagine if you were like, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> perfect in every way uh-huh. perfect in every way okay but you're about to have sex for the first time and he's like I love your delicate flower <gasps> do you break up with him no I I hope that if he's using that language he will 
go down on this delicate flower until I reach full orgasm, which sometimes takes a while because I get in my own head. So, oh yeah, don't we all? We're going to be down there for a while. (laughs) It's literally like, I'm like, I better hurry up because we, we don't have time. I Same. Every time I'm like, I'm running out of time. If I'm not coming, I'm failing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucked up. That's some patriarchy. That is fucking patriarchy. Meanwhile, Tony Soprano is able to freaking like order a stripper who he's just carrying in her ass, and that's fucked up. And does he ever make the stripper come? Never. Never. <laughs> no, they kill those. Yeah, those tough, 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 tough stuff. Tough stuff. Tough university. <laughs> So I guess it doesn't really, <laughs> I guess it doesn't really answer. I guess we should go off of when you say your boyfriend, girlfriend, but I just feel like there's, I, at least now, like as an adult, there's so many more things I, I noticed that I cherish that I'm like, well, which one do I want to cherish first? And I, you know, I don't know, but I guess what are you guys count. going off of nothing? We still haven't decided. Just do the same as ours. <laughs> You're right. Do the same day as ours. <laughs> <laughs> perfect duh. let's do that duh done august um, 31st i'll remember it forever ever um yeah I, I guess you should go off of when you said boyfriend and girlfriend but also i think the i love you was more romantic so i kind of want to go off of that but i think it's I dealer's can't. choice fuck i guess you're right it is up to us and i hate that i want there to be a definitive for this at least but i really but her. you know the people who make up the definitive answers also don't Are know what the fuck they're saying yeah they're assholes and i hate them <laughs> i'm angry i'm angry this year now tell me that's what? okay and that's okay actually that is exactly what i wrote down in my prayer corner so okay anyway let's get to your ignorant question what is it my ignorant question is this is drake the goat is Drake? I have been denying it for so long. Mm-hmm. And recently, and by recently, I mean over the past couple months, I've been secretly and in private only listening to Drake. And the other night I was going to bed and I called into my brother's room and I was like, Brother? is Drake the goat? <laughs> and neither of us could, we couldn't tell. His line on only that song with him and uh, Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne, where he's like, we were sitting in that limousine coming back, like through traffic. He, she was still sitting on that ass, but I was still staring at those titties though. And then he's like, I want to eat a girl. Or he's like, I want a girl who will suck you dry, then eat some lunch with you. Like, I was like, that guy's my guy. Like he's with me that whole song. He, I don't know, but also isn't he kind of canceled for talking to young women I don't know I, I don't want to be the one who's like per, like I don't want to say shit that's not true so I don't know but like didn't he have someone who was like I'm a young celebrity and this guy hit me up I don't know I've never heard that about him I have but does his music slap yes I know um too sexy for muscle too sexy for muscle I know. And one dance, you know, I only listen to. <laughs> I need a one dance. Today, it just it popped into my head uh, as I was eat, treating myself to some ice cream. Um, mm-hmm. What was it? Baby, you're my airplane. You all I ever yeah. wanted. We could do a real big, bigger than you ever yeah, got. Like every Drake era is good, except I didn't really like his latest album. I love the Too Sexy song, obviously. I love that. But that, oh, I mean. okay. That's why I didn't recognize it when you sang it. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, you would love that song. It's so good. Um, I'll play it right now. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, (laughs) I also loved his song on the one that he dropped with like, no, um, Oh, the ones like you better read. I'm sorry. I'm like doing a huge disservice to everyone, but he's like, not at all. I was running down the, I was going down with my woes. woes. I remember that came out in college and I was like, I'm just only listening to this. (laughs) All of, I mean, and the views album. Uh Oh, Oh. Why you got to fight with me at Cheesecake? You know I love to go there. Come on. He is <laughs> a poet. He's a poet and he's <laughs> hot. And I know, I know, but there is something, uh, wasn't there, look, and I'm not here to promote any scandals or anything of anyone, but like he did recently, someone came forward and said they had their his baby. Wasn't that like a Oh yeah. And that's fine. We all have babies somewhere. I mean- I like to think I got some kids running around that I don't know about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you and how, and, <laughs> and how convenient for you, cis men with penises. <laughs> I'd love to just live my entire life. And then I'm 55. I get a knock, knock, knock on the door. On the door. And they're like, it's me, your son. And I'm like, I don't even know about the kid. <laughs> and you can probably be like, what do you want, 50 bucks? I'm your mom. <laughs> uh, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, unless they're famous. Be like, yeah, I certainly live off of this. Oh, yeah, and then they find the, the kid. Yeah, I had a friend who recently just met his dad for the first time. Oh my God. And they look exactly alike. What? And he said it was very trippy. He like met him for the first time. They like got lunch. Oh my God. And Isn't that wild to be getting, like lunch is the meal that you're like, I'll meet my dad for the first time at. Matthew, it's I gotta got be, it. lunch is the most sober safe. of meals. Lunch, everyone's like, we'll have a, the safe lunch. Like everyone always calls it the safe lunch because lunch mm-hmm. is, I think the safest space. Remember that dating app for like middle-aged working workforce people called like, it's just lunch. No, <laughs> there was, you remember Max, there was like a dating website that this woman created called it's yeah. just lunch. And she was like, and for the busy corporate people. And it's not no pressure. It's just lunch. My mom's just networking. My mom's estranged friend, Anna, Anna met her now husband on it's just lunch. Okay, but cool. she's strange, so I don't want to hear any stories about her because obviously yeah. she did something wrong to wrong, sadly. How about this dating app? Well, I know there's J-Date, but is the app Lox Meets Bagel for Jews? I feel like if it's not, it's it's like it's transacting in some no, sort of it's, semitism. It's, isn't it Coffee Meets Bagel and then it's also the Lox Club? Yeah, it's not Lox okay. Bagel. But there's a Lox, there's a Lox one, too. Coffee meets bagel. Why are you asking? Coffee meets bagel is for for Christian seeking Jews. (laughs) It locks. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah, Um, fucking I'm in. (laughs) uh, I just went to pick my nose, but I remember that we're we're recording this. Still picking. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever do this and you can see the bone in the middle? And then I remember I'm alive and I'm just a skeleton. My skeleton. I hope when they find my skeleton, they're like, this bitch lived. Because her (laughs) pelvic floor was fucking busted open, open. <laughs> this bitch survived blunt force trauma to the pelvis 
She must have been living. But she certainly didn't have a child because <laughs> that bone isn't broken. What even happened to her? <laughs> but, like you could tell if it, by a skeleton if like that pussy was tight. <laughs> I would watch that forever. That but I would a- only want it to be female paleontologists. Oh, absolutely. No, no men allowed. No, 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 no. No men are allowed. You can't look at my skeleton. No, no man is allowed to look at this skeleton. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, absolutely (laughs) no. You wish you could see these full angies, bitch. (laughs) You wish you could see these Dorsey flexors. (laughs) What is that? I don't know. Wait, I have a question. Lizzie, did you ever go to the museum, the human museum or what's it called? The human exhibit? Yes. Did you ever do that? no. Wasn't that like highly controversial? Because they were like, these dead people didn't say they they say it was okay. Well, guess who saw it back in 2004? (laughs) Me. Here in LA? No, I was in Houston. And they were like, want to see a totally stripped body and the muscle of a penis for the first time? (laughs) And they're like, and this guy is juggling. Of course, none of those bodies consented. No one. (sighs) Well, I would because I'm a performer and- you know, whatever I can to get some time, I will donate I mean, my would, body. I mean, they would be, they would, it would behoove them to have it our bodies on display. S- they would sell you know, tickets. Strip if it's sad, if if you would do it. A sag. Yeah. yeah. Is it sag? I book, I look around a human exhibit and I go, sag, booked it. <laughs> Wait, this, this would make a great sketch to be like, if your agent is like, we have a great gig for you. If you die, it's sag. It's um, sag. Can I use your body at the body exhibit? They're, they're going to take <laughs> your skin off of you. And so when you see it, it's just eyeballs. <laughs> it's so that's the thing I remember the most from that exhibit are the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. There's well, nothing the eyeballs to cover were there? Oh, my God. No, it's the entire human body muscle. And then the picture. eyeballs. Oh, well, do yourself a favor. How do they? How do they? preserve the eyeballs i dk but it was disturbing and there was like one there was one that was on top of a horse muscle and i was like i don't think i should be seeing this i'm 10 it's fucked up and they just would show all the veins too they'd like stretch them out yeah yeah that's definitely gonna be something i'll share later with younger generations and they'll be like you did what (laughs) <laughs> yiggity yiggity yuck yuck Ew, <laughs> and you can like see their face you can see like their lips you see they keep the lips they keep the eyeballs but there's just nothing to cover the eyeball so it's just pure ball like there's no 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 whose idea was this i don't know probably like you know a nazi <laughs> like it's gonna be someone awful you know yeah, someone who's like <laughs> so anyway what was your ignorant question again <laughs> Oh, is Drake the goat? And I think it's inconclusive. Yeah, he is. Probably not. I mean, no, I mean, like Kanye seems... would be more of a goat than Drake, I feel like. Certainly. God, not that I would want to give Kanye the title either. No, but back in the day, sure. So now I guess we get to the old Juicelteen corner. Juicelteen. Sip, sip, slurp, slurp. Slurp, slurp, it's time for juice. Um, okay. So while well, we already talked about one of my questions, which I think. If you're in a safe place and a safe space with your lover and your lover's college roommate, just ask the question, who's the worst person they took home? I think that's a great question. It also aligns with the question, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Like, I love, I just don't have time anymore for whatever conversations we were having before the pandemic. Like, I have no tolerance anymore. So it's like, if we're not talking juice, like, I don't have the time. 
Like don't waste my time talking about boring shit. Like, let's talk about the worst thing you've ever done. You know, no cap. That's it. Um, okay. To start off juice though, like that's a sidebar, but to start off juice, I'll just say, um, (laughs) I got my, I got some period on my shoe and I walked around with it for a while. (laughs) Was the shoe white? Yep. It's and I those, think it's one of those things what? I like took the diva cup out and it was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I was like, it explodes. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, there's blood everywhere. Landed plumb right center of my shoe. And I tried plum. to get it out. And I just was like, you know what? Why am I trying to hide? Why am I trying to hide that I'm bleeding? You should see it on my shoe. I'm going to make it an art piece. People are going to pay a lot of money. You for this sh- honestly, shoe. Yes. Thank you. Bleed on your shoes. Bleed and on also, my shoe. Like, I truly, I want more people to see period blood because I, I want them too. to, I want them to make the connection that like, this is happening constantly, constantly. You know, they did that experiment. I forget who did it or what, you know, facility did it, but I'll give them credit wherever they are. If anyone knows it, but like gave a simulation, like a simulator thing to men to like show them what cramps would feel like. And all of them were such fucking losers. They just were like, what, how, how? And I'm like, yeah, we're all like dealing with that and able to like run companies and a family and plan events. Because women have pain built in. We have it built in. So that's fuck um, you. not my line. That is from Fleabag season two. Oh yeah. The best monologue, two. Kristen Scott Thomas. Yes. Was that the woman she was speaking to getting the yeah. uh, martini? When she's like, human beings are all we've got. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, and then true. Fleabag like tries to kiss her and she's like, no. No. <laughs> she's like, absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> I love um, that. I, I'm glad that you, well, I'm sorry if your shoe got stained, but also like no one would be able to tell if it was period blood and or honestly, regular blood. I'm like, you should be so lucky to see my period blood. Fuck yeah. You. Like whatever, like, how dare you? And I could feel myself wanting to hide it. And I was like, actually no more. Well, I hide this. Okay. And one more tea is this. Tell me. I nanny to make money, which fills me with the rage. I'm filled with a lot of rage. I've realized there's a lot of unresolved anger. That's okay. I feel like it's- things. It's January 6th. It's like a good day for you to express your rage. I have a lot of rage. Um, And so today I was tasked with bringing the child I nanny to ballet. And that was a whole thing of being shown how to properly put on her uniform and all that stuff, which I was like, who cares? They are five years old. But anyway, we get to the location. I show up completely empty. It's an empty school. It looks like a zombie apocalypse. Like there's not a soul. And I'm like, hello, 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 echo, echo. And then this woman rounds the bend, this older woman with like straight long hair, which I immediately, I was like, oh, we're going to get along famously. Mm-hmm. And I she go, sells pot. She sells pot. And I was like, oh, well, we're here for a ballet. And she looks me in the eyes and she goes, no, no, like that to me. Like, no, no, you're not. And what? I was like, excuse me, couldn't have been more earnest coming in here trying to bring this child that is not mine to like the proper activity. She's like, oh no, there is an email sent out. Like class is canceled. I guess you didn't get the email. And I just said, I'm the nanny. Like I am told information secondhand and I go to the locations. Like how dare you ever think you can speak to me this way? And how dare anyone opening line just say, no, no, no. Like in that tone, we are all allowed to say no. That's but so we are condescending. Not allowed to speak down to someone the second we meet them. Like, no. may I just say across the board, you're not allowed to speak down to people ever, ever. You're, you're just not. not. There's no time when you can. Like, 
even when you're disciplining a child, you don't speak down to them. You level with them and say, let me tell you why you fucked up. You know? Anyway, she's <sighs> on my list. Add her to the list. Um, what's your- Did you see this? Did you see this article in the New York Times last week about how people more than ever are just being super disrespectful to customer service representatives? I believe that. Yeah, I believe it's that like there, there's 100%. A, there's a company that tracks like anger customer anger and it's never been higher it's really sad it's anger it's no not uh lucy they're directing that towards people who they think don't exist because they're there i know i'm saying i'm saying oh that's a really unfortunate situation that everyone's in like the people the people who are receiving the anger and then the people who are acting angry are all like we, we aren't given enough like mental health care and everyone who's acting bitchy to everyone is deeply sad. And <sighs> I feel, I do feel awe about it. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I think that's a very sweet, kind place. I don't have that patience for the people who put that on customer service people. I think you, that's on you. Like, I don't know how people lose their ability to see human beings. Like, yeah, I mean, you, I, I definitely like, agree. It's not acceptable behavior. It's not acceptable, and I I hear what you're saying about awe. I'm I separately am just like, who do you think you are? Like, I know you're frustrated and scared and sad, and we're in a second wave of a virus that we have no control over, and people are getting it who are boosted and have the vaccine. But like, you don't get to talk to your fellow human being that way. Like, you don't. And I really think people think that they're talking to someone a non-entity, I guess. And it's just shocking to me how people go about their lives, not acknowledging people. And like just anyone who has worked any customer service job, like I hope everyone does because you should really know like how mm-hmm. people treat people because. Oh my God. It's, they don't, don't think anyone's in there. No, they literally have no, it's <clears throat> everyone should be required to work one year of customer service, like straight up. I completely agree. And I feel like this is even a factor that I've experienced in LA as a nanny as well. Oh God. Like these, and, and, you know, it's way more interpersonal. So it's, it's not as bad as like, you know, people snapping at you when you're a bartender or like, you know, objectifying the shit out of you and like thinking that you're just like a woman who's going to serve them, which you are, but like, come on. But I feel like with babysitting too, I've experienced this a lot and pretty much only in LA, but of parents completely disrespecting my time. Oh, being yeah. like on the last hour texting me and being like, I'm going to be three hours late, assuming that we don't have lives. And I don't also, even want to like, do this. You should know I, know. I don't even want to do this. And it's like, hello, I'm, I'm a human being who's in charge of like the life of your child. Thank you. And also, do you think that I want to be here? No. And you know what? The people who do want to be there Regardless, baseline, if you have someone who is in charge of your child, who you are paying to take care of them, you should be like, thank you so much for taking care of my child. Now, because of you, I don't even have to worry about their safety, their well-being. Like, thank you so much for doing that while I'm doing 10 million other things. Like, I know you're busy because you hired a nanny and I, I get hiring nannies. Trust me. I get it. But what we're saying is if you have a nanny, how dare you disrespect them and their time? They have families, people have lives. It doesn't even matter. There's no justification. (laughs) Treat them with respect. Respect everyone's time. Respect everyone. Mm -hmm. Respect everyone. Respect everybody. It it doesn't cost a thing and everyone feels so much better. Everyone feels better. (laughs) Be kind to people. 
it's really not hard. It like he it's literally healing scientifically to like be kind and to receive kindness, like stops cancer. So yeah. So do it out of selfishness. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You if do you not want to get cancer? Be kind to your bartender, be kind to your nanny, be kind to your babysitter, be kind to everyone you see who's helping you make your life better. Yes. Come on. And also be kind for no reason. Yeah, no reason. Because it feels good. It feel, it's so much easier to be kind than to be mean. Do you ever wonder why? Well, I, I know it's privilege and people like just being taught not to value human life at all. But like, it's just always very shocking to me because in terms of like, again, I'm operating as a selfish person, but like to be angry at people, to hold that kind of rage and snap and ready to just direct it at anyone. I'm like, selfishly, if I'm you and being a selfish person, like not you, Lucy, but like, doesn't that completely drain you? When I expel that kind of anger or like that kind of rage at a stranger, like I'm immediately melt. I, uh, first of all, never have done that. But like, how do you do that? And people do that every single day. Every day. That's why that type of behavior though, like, that's what makes me so sad. Cause I'm like, you know, that those people are like, um, have been through some fucked up shit and feel so unloved and feel so uncared for. And again, I agree. It's not acceptable behavior, but every time I see that type of anger, I'm like, damn, what happened? Cause when people are really in alignment, they're not going to act that way. That's really true. So I get pissed off and I like, I'll get offended. But then like later when I think about it, I'm always like, Oh, does that person have anyone? Yeah. You know what? Cause like, you can't take it personally. Like they're not like no. the woman at the school today. She doesn't know you. She just she like, you caught me. each other at a bad time. And like, that's another, like, she doesn't know you. And that's also why she can't talk. She can't talk to anyone like that. Yeah. But it's also like, like, she probably went home later or maybe she didn't, but like, you know, she wasn't like, I know Cecily and I'm going to be a bitch. What do you think about this person? One time I had a friend who was driving down Vermont and a man was driving and she just like went over to take a turn, not even abruptly. He honked, 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 followed her. And then at, when she was stuck at a stoplight, he got out of the car and <gasps> spat on her car and called her all kinds of words for cutting in front of him, quote unquote, followed her. What do you think that is? Because that, that I hear what you're saying, because I do think that we must have like compassion for those who clearly need to be in therapy. But there is a part of me when that kind of action is displayed against someone who is literally just driving on the street. I'm like, take them away forever. Goodbye. I think, I mean, to me, it always leads back to like, no matter how violent and scary people are again, like that's really fucked up, but I'm always like, damn, the patriarchy screwed us all. Like that man was never taught vulnerability. He doesn't have anyone to talk to. Maybe he doesn't think he can talk to anybody. He's deeply angry because of some trauma, like, or a chemical imbalance. Like he absolutely cannot follow someone and spit on their car. And if she was outside of the car, he probably would have assaulted her. Absolutely. That's unacceptable. But it's like people hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. I think that's, I, yeah, I do. And it's so easy to see how hurt those people are. I just immediately want to go to kill bill status, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I ever see a man like coming at a woman in public, I'm always like, I'm on my Katniss mode. I should walk around with a bow and arrow, (laughs) which by the way, the kid I nanny found just like an arrow, like a sharpened arrow, like, and was like, look at this. And I was like, we must throw that away. Anyway, (laughs) sorry. What is your gossip? What's your sexy, sexy juice? Um, My sexy, sexy juice is that 
I was there a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) It literally took me so long to be like to the levels of acceptance of your statement. (laughs) I answered daddy Trump's call and I went. And to me, this is a really sad day because we did not accomplish what we went there to do. If I had seen your ass there, I would have been like, (laughs) what What if that was like my secret I was harboring and then someone like down the line, like looked in a newspaper photo and was like, wait, it's a picture of you like like Bigfoot walking through an office. You just broke into. I'm wearing like a bear skin. Oh my God. Shocking. I was like, yeah, I couldn't get a hold of Lucy. And the whole time you're like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just didn't really her. know what was going on. <laughs> I, I didn't look at my phone that day. <laughs> I was just like volunteering that day. It's volunteering for the country and the cause. Um, what's your <laughs> my real juice um, is that, and you already know this, but I feel like I just need to come clean on the air come clean. Um, that I, I catfished a girl in eighth grade. <laughs> Um, for an entire year. I won. Maybe, maybe a little less than a year, but it was um, lo- it was a long con, and, and I regret it. I have a couple of follow up questions. Sure. Um, how old were you? And when you said girl, do you mean full grown woman? And are we sure who? How did who you knows? know for sure who you were talking to? I, I, I don't know. I pray to God that she was a predator because then I would feel less bad. I pray to God. But um, I was, I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade. So like 13. Great. And um, what was the second question? Was, it wasn't, I think it was a girl. I remember her name. She had like a Zanga. I, she had like social media that she would share with me and she asked me for mine and I made up a fake Zanga page of me, the boy I was pretending to be. Do you still have? Well, obviously this is some unresolved, you know, issues about being attracted to women and being like, Maybe, oh, yeah, to be a man and yeah, not to speak on your experience. I'm just I like, actually haven't thought of it that way. And now I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so I wanted to, I honestly kind of wanted to be her. Cause she was like a scene, like she was an emo girl with like straightened hair and different God. colors. And she like took moody photos and oh. I just like could never accomplish the emo vibe aesthetic um, god all i wanted was that and i'm such a loser <laughs> i would be like bermuda shorts for me thanks the same my madras shorts from american eagle <laughs> but, um, and i just wanted that scene hair so bad i know but it's not gonna work for me you can't have curly hair and be emo you cannot you know what even if you straighten it it's gonna come you can you can't take the curls out of the girl you can't take the curls out of the girl when did you so was she your age at the time or was she? I older? think we were about the same age. How do you know for sure? Because here's where it gets really fucked up. I, as me, was also friends with her and she was in love with my friend and I was pretending to be him. So wait, this is someone you went to school with? No, no, no. This was someone I met in a chat room. Okay. Well, remember what, remember the one we were talking to Jules about? Wyville? <laughs> Yeah, I was too much. Uh, I was so scared of being kidnapped and chopped up into bits. I never Not ventured. Me. <laughs> Not me. No one at school was nice to me. So I was like, those are my friends. <laughs> and uh, met this girl because we hung out at like the scene places, which were like the school cafeteria. And I met her and she was cool. And then I remember one day I was just like, so you, you should meet my friend, Josh. And I made a separate avatar on a separate account. who was this boy. And he came and she and 
he and her like fell in love and they, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. And then one day I was like, it's me, it's Lucy. It's me. And she disappeared forever. What pictures did you use? Did you never even get juicier than this? <laughs> what pictures did I put? Yeah, of Josh. Um, well, the story gets even deeper here. <laughs> I was in love with a different boy on the website named Dave. And I mm-hmm. used all of his pictures <laughs> to be Josh because he had a real Zanga too. Was Dave someone you met in real life or no? No, but I was in love with him. and He probably was fake. That's a, that's a 40 year old man, Dave. He didn't even Dave. be creative, but he like, he had like, hello, goodbye songs. Oh, and like had hello, a cool like goodbye. scene. He's like a skinny boy with like black swoopy hair and like skinny jeans and would take like hoodie Dude. pics. And he Dude. was cool. And like, I absolutely didn't care about me at all, but I was like, I'm in love with him. And I copied and pasted all of his pictures and made them Josh's profile. So there's some deep psychological issues here. There's some deep, deep stuff coming up, but I also have to take a moment that I'm truly blown away and impressed that you learned and knew how to copy and paste pictures. I was fucking coding, dude. I was coding my Neopets page. Let me tell you, (laughs) juice will never be better than this. Thank you, Max, our producer. Um, (laughs) This is a juice for a private episode. This is a good juice, Lucy. This is profound. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad for her too. I wish that I could find her. Did you tell her in person at school? No, we never, we never met in person. Wait, but she, you said you met at the cafeteria. Oh, but on the chat room, there was like a, okay. I can't do the this world, anymore. <laughs> the world of the avatars. There was like school cafeteria. The world of the avatars. In, in Wyville. Okay, wait. Wait, show pitch. It's Avatar, but it's all the avatars from the different chat sites that we went to in 2007, 2008. Oh my God. Okay, Avatar. Wait. I'm going <laughs> to show it's you. And 3D. I'm... Oh yeah, but it's like cartoonish. It's Club Penguin called Avatar. <laughs> okay, here's a great example of... I'm so ready. Can I share the screen for a second? Yeah, I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready, but take me there. Okay, so oh, like, okay. this is Wyville. All right, this so like is, you're you're these little people. Lucy. Like this is this Lucy. these are the types of girls that I would try to like be friends with because they looked cool. Okay. <laughs> and then like See, I thought you meant like human profiles. And what I'm seeing now is that they are cartoons. No, yeah, they're cartoons. Okay. Jules was on Wyville too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just really thought this was like Tumblr. Like we were seeing some no. real live. So wait, when you say, when you describe the guy that you were into, Dave, do you mean his avatar, like his anime, like his animation? No, no. Okay. I mean, okay. that's how, okay. that's how we met. But then, um, <laughs> then he sent me his, his Zanga which had like real pictures of him. Okay. Remind me, what was Zanga again? It's ringing some bells. It's like a MySpace. You know, it makes me wonder what was I doing during these days? What were you doing in seventh (laughs) and eighth grade? Well, I was, I was taking my life online. Well, I was, (laughs) well, I was uh, bravely in Anne Frank and me where I played me. And I was dating an eighth grader who I was deeply in love with and like lightly fingering. No, Will. We'll bleep their name. You were fingering him. Totally. That's pretty advanced of him. <laughs> I'd be finished. like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. No, I was like, I was really living and just like 
I think I didn't get Facebook until 2009 when I was a freshman in high school, which still you would think would sh- save me some embarrassment, but actually way more embarrassment. I was, like, I was in ninth grade messaging, just writing on people's walls my entire life. What? I, I also got mine in, in ninth grade as well. And let me tell you a couple of years ago, I deleted all of it for good. Cause I was like, no one can see this. I should do that. And I will do that probably this week. I'm just going to delete it. It's do bad. it. It's bad. It's bad. You, you should do it now because called. even when you try to delete it, they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And make you go like through 19 prompts. And then they say, okay, but we're not going to delete it for another 30 days. So if you change your mind, you can get it back. So okay. even from the day you delete it, it still takes 30 days. This thing is evil. And we know that immediately, but yet it's like more of an inconvenience. You know what? I actually refuse to have inconveniences get in the way of me getting what I want. Anyway. Exactly. I agree. So we'll keep that little thing own. you did quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I know Instagram is now Facebook. I know that now. I know. But TikTok so. is not. And I'll say TikTok is the best app. It is the best app. And it's something that I have a lot of fun on. And I just it's the most more fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, it is the most fun. And it's, it's more like, loose. It's more loose. And I like that. I don't see anybody that I know on my, on my feed. Yeah. It's the best. I only want to see strangers on TikTok. I just want to see strangers. Um, Lucy, that is piping hot juice hat. So you never met any of these people in real life. No. And never. so you told them, you told her online, like, Hey, guess what? I told her on, in on Wyville when we were at the cafeteria, <laughs> I was like, I need to tell you something. It's me. It's I need to tell you something. both of us are Lucy. Okay. All right. I think because you never met them in person, then this is basically like, um, like LARPing for the Sims, right? What's LARPing? live action role play, but it's like, right. But it's role play in a real life Sims situation is what I'm going yeah, to up to. Yes. But like real, oh, sorry, real feelings were involved, like real emotions. And I got, I got catfished by two boys in the grade above me at my high school. And oh. I know how much it hurts. See. So I feel, I want to say to, I, if she's out there, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm thinking it. <laughs> if she's out there, I'm so sorry. And I hope that you found love and I hope that you feel better and that you've forgiven me. (laughs) And mostly, and may I end forgiven me. (laughs) Although I actually, I hope that she just completely forgot and that it like doesn't even matter to her. I'm going to just be the first one to say she hasn't forgotten. I know. No one forgets. You can't forget that type of thing. No, we remember everything. She She definitely hasn't forgotten. No. And you know what? That's one of the wishes we can say for another thing, but yeah. she has remembered forever. That's my I- prayer for this episode <laughs> is that she forgets. She forgets. I want her to forget. And may she forget. And may we go to prayer corner actually. Yeah. Um, okay. So my prayer is very much based off of um, something my therapist said today, which was, okay. I wrote this down. Um you're not a lone soldier on the trail of regret. You're not. I said something like, I really regret being in this toxic relationship that I was in for six years. I have a lot of regret around it. And she was like, welcome to the fucking club. Basically. She was like, welcome to being alive and in the world. I was like, I just didn't know back then then the pandemic would happen, all these things. And I'm so mad at myself for like tolerating behavior that like 
leaves me with residual anger and hurt and missed opportunities. And as you and I have discussed many times, time is the most valuable thing. Yeah. And I hate that my twenties were like wasted on this thing, not even knowing a giant virus would be around the corner, you know, and basically the anger is valid. Anger, some say is the scariest emotion, but also the quickest one to access for me, mm-hmm. not because I think there's something wrong with anger and there isn't anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So let your anger over what has been dealt to us come up and let it fuel you to not be afraid anymore to go for what you want. Because I think there's been this whole thing about like holding yourself back and, and not regards to like, you know, there's the virus and everything. And there's something that we must respect in terms of each other and safety. But like, I know me personally have felt like I've been holding myself back, waiting for there to be some sort of good time for me to care and to put myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what I've learned is that time will never come. So the time is now, the time is now the day is here. So value yourself, value the things you love and do not be afraid to give it your all and to absolutely go for what you want. If there's a job you want, if there's people that know things, don't be afraid to ask like, Hey, I don't know this thing. Can you teach me? Like, no, because I think that is part of the whole capitalist society is to be like, we don't, we don't value asking questions where we tell everyone, like, there's no dumb questions, but really the insinuation is oh, we're acknowledging that questions are dumb. Yeah, and it's like- Collectively thinking that. And it never would have occurred to a child that a question was dumb. And then when they say to us, don't ask dumb questions, we're like, oh, questions are dumb? They're like, oh, there's no dumb dumb questions. It's like, well, no one was thinking questions were dumb until you were like, everyone's thinking questions are dumb. So it's like, Sarah Silverman talks about this on her podcast. She's like, don't tell little girls that they can be whatever they want because it wouldn't have occurred to them that they couldn't. Thank you. Yeah. Like, why would I not think I can't be anything I want to be? Like, no, we all have the basic right. And like, that is our right is to get what we want and to go for our dreams and to be loved. And like anyone who's like, well, I know they're probably telling you, you aren't loved and shouldn't like have the the things you want. Like, why would anyone say that? Stop saying that to children. Yeah. I know that was like a very twisted prayer, but the prayer is- release your feelings, release your inhibitions. Um, if you feel anger, yeah, have that anger, have it sit with you and, and have that drive within you to be like, you are enough and go for what you want, because guess what? We're only going to burn up in a matter of days. So oh my God. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know. Fuck it. Ask literally questions. fuck it. Learn what you want and go and ask people who are further ahead. Like, how'd you get there? Because yeah. How else are you supposed to know? You didn't like, you weren't born into something that would teach you. So why not? It's human connection. Yeah. I think, I think take up the space that you need to take up to like understand and feel good. Yeah. And I love that prayer. That's a great prayer. Thank you. Um, Your prayer kind of inspired me to mine, which I mean, when you were talking about like feeling like you wasted time in your relationship, because I, I brought this up with my therapist once. And I was like very angry about my past relationship. And it was like, I just like, he wasted my time, blah, blah, blah. And she like stopped. And she's rarely ever like firm with me, but she was like, who says he wasted your time? Wow. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, am I in trouble? (laughs) And I, she was like, she was like, do you think he wasted your time? Do you think that he tried to waste your time? And I was like, no, but like this and this and this. And she was like, okay, but you were in that relationship and you're learning a lot from it now. And 
you learned how to set up boundaries and you learned to know and ask for what you want. And so like, I don't think that you wasted your time. And she like helped me to really just like accept it. And so, and it feels so, you release so much unnecessary weight when you just like accept something and be like, this happened. It's not going to change. I am who I am now because of it. And I would argue for both of us, we're the happiest we've ever been. And so so I'm like, of course there are those feelings of having wasted your time. That's completely, I validate that through and through because I still have those feelings. But I, I guess my, it feeds into my prayer, which is that we can just like learn to accept things more because it helps you to just like prance a little more lightly. And maybe we like radical acceptance, radical acceptance. And I've, I've never felt like my time was wasted and even told my ex when he was like, I'm sure you feel like you've wasted your time. Like I told him like, no, like that's ridiculous. Like, why would I feel that? I'm only feeling that now because of the world we live in. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I sure would have loved some years in my early twants when I just didn't know like what was ahead. But again, there's no use in living in that zone. I actually think like I've seen it from like family who live in that kind of regret. And I just don't think we have room for it. Like, yeah, that happened. And literally like we're all these people who have regrets. That's called being alive. So don't get bogged down in what was your life and what you chose and what made you happy and fulfilled at the time. Like you didn't know it Mm -hmm. helped you widen your horizons to what you, a happiness you didn't even know could exist, you know? Exactly. And I think, I mean, this, I think this is because of the Laurel and Jackson book, but it's like, you, we chose these challenges and we like embraced these challenges on some level, whether or not we were, if we were like miserable going through them, there's still like, I, sometimes I have an inkling that I'm like, I signed up for this knowing that this challenge would form me into the exact thing that I need to be. Yes. And that, even if that's not true, it feels so much better to choose that thought than to be like, it feels so much better. And also her teaching about being like, there are doors that are closed for a reason. Like if you don't get something, this really speaks to anyone who's oh like an God. actor or someone in the, in the arts, like she has right. such a, a huge thing about that and being like, sometimes you don't get things. Yeah. It could be whatever it, it applies to everyone. You want yeah. something really bad. You don't get it. That's yeah. thing. That's because it was not meant for you. And there is something exactly. else coming for you. And you know what? I think that is such a healthier way to live than being like, I didn't get this thing, you know, like you can't, I mean, I would like to, uh, bring in this quote from one of our favorite bands when all you got to keep is strong, move along, move along. Like I know you do. And even when the hope is gone, move along, move along. 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 Like I know you do. Just to make it through. Just to make it through. Move along. Well, this was such an episode (laughs) back from, (laughs) from the past 2021 into 2022 thrilled to have you here. My, my dear co-host. <laughs> Me too. Um, we're so excited. You listeners have joined us. We're, we have a very exciting year ahead for all of you. And thank you to all who are listening because we've got some special guests. We've got some more topics to go on the journey with. And, um, we're just thrilled that you're listening. Thank you. We're so thrilled. We might be playing around with the format too. Ooh, be on the lookout for some video content. And also truly, if you just refer this podcast to a dear friend, it really helps a lot. Uh, Download, subscribe this podcast, Sunday School, and that will really let us know who's listening and cater the content to what you'd like to hear more about. It really does help. Yeah, and like 
leave a comment or something. We'll talk about whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) We'll do whatever you want. We'll do whatever you want. Just don't be mean to us because we won't forget. (laughs) Only be nice. And then we'll do whatever you want. And then we'll do anything. (laughs) Thank you. And on that note. On that note. (laughs) Happy January 6th. (laughs) (laughs) And here's to a brighter 2022. Cheers, all. Cheers. I love you. Stay safe. We love you. Goodbye. Hitty Committee Presents Sunday School is produced by me, Max Makovetsky. <laughs> so that's all we need, right? Wait, Max, I need to tell you that, you know those...